Michael, guess what? What? Guess what? My hand's fixed. <laughs> That's oh, no. Right. I, can, I can now wiggle all five fingers independently. Oh, no. You know what this means? My ass has to go back to work. Not, not, There's not still time. There's the still weekend time. is long. <laughs> I can, I We're go. going to a baseball game. Yes, there I is can. fly balls. Yeah. There is bats <laughs> that can fly into the stand. That's a good point. That's a good point. There's got to be a way to re-injure myself. Your hand could get impaled by a baseball bat. <laughs> Uh, but I had to go to uh, I had to go to physical therapy because uh, they want to make sure I get all my movement back in my hand because that could take a while. Uh, I've never felt I've never had a doctor make me feel so out of shape that a physical therapist. It's just my hand, for God's sakes! I didn't think he would be like able to judge me, but he had me do a, uh, a squeeze test, and the doctor literally said, "Really? That's it? That's all you got?" <laughs> yeah. Why? That's not that great of a grip. You might want to work on that. And, you know, you could go back to the gym, you know, just to work on your Just to work, just to work grip. on your grip. You know, you're a little rusty and you're ready to open some bottles again. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm super, uh, super stoked, super excited to get to go back to work. Just... Mentally, that's going to be harder than physically. Well, yeah. I mean, getting up in the early in the morning isn't going to be a problem. It's just the day is going to that that first Monday back is going to be the longest Monday of my damn life. <laughs> you wait, the you're going to drink yourself to sleep that night. Oh God, yeah. Well, actually, something to look forward to. <laughs> well, hey, everybody, welcome down to the Critic, a podcast where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. Uh, this week's movie, American Ultra. I'm Chris Klopp. With me. For As now, <laughs> for the time being, for the time forever, being, who knows? To, to, yeah, to, Michael K. Michael Farstetter, whatever. That's right. No longer of Exit the Critic fame, because you've yeah. never done an episode of Exit I, the Critic. <laughs> I just, I just let that dream die. It was like it was a burst that was a quick and it was a fun, you know dream. it was about as good of a running joke as the Bobby Rob thanking Bobby Roberts at the end of these each episode. I'm so I'm was. so glad they stopped doing I'm that. Glad. <laughs> that was so a, annoying. That was my cue to turn this episode off. But oh, there's six minutes to go, and they're going on with this bit. Cool. Yep, exactly. Well, no, no more of that. All right. Well, before we get into American Ultra, let's get into some news. What do you got for me, Michael? Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, discuss. Um, you could you could pull up the stuff on your phone. You know, you just did that like five minutes ago. Here's some shit you got to edit out now. Damn it! <laughs> oh, fuck! What was I? What was I going to talk about? It was right here. Oh, first bit of news. Uh, they are in works to make a Zorro uh, post-apocalyptic reboot. Okay, how's that going to work? So it's the story of Zorro, but it's post-apocalyptic. Yes, it's being brought by Atlantica Media and Sobani Films, and they're partnering up for a feature project that plans to shoot in 2016. Ah, that could be kind of interesting. I, I mean, I Zoro is essentially kind of like one of like the first superheroes. That is a true. Do with a mask. That is true. Um, and I, really, I guess the 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 whole Zoro thing can be told in any format like post-apocalyptic or whatever i mean there's one like kind of big this, just this idea has been like tossed around hollywood for a while like one point brian singer was like, attached but it sounds like it's gonna be like a smaller studio now which 
probably make it a little bit more probably, interesting. Yeah, probably make it more interesting. It'll, be just, either, it'll either be a good September or January release. Look at it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, how many... Well, we've gotten so many Zorro films We've gotten already. the two from Antonio Banderas, which... I, I forgot th- he did two. Yeah. God, that second one was awful. I like the first one. I don't think I ever saw the second one, so... The, the first, first one was, one was okay. Fun. That was when I... I forget how old I was, but I was like a teenager when Oh, that and Catherine Zeta-Jones was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I had a thing for Catherine Zeta-Jones. Who didn't? Who, yeah, any, everyone did at that stage. That was before she was doing T-Mobile commercials. Uh, <laughs> how how far we have fallen. <laughs> but yeah, that could be fun. I mean, I mean, what, could, what's, an, what's another be. reboot? And what, what's just, another just, just old... Just one more, just one What's more. another IP that we can find and just... <laughs> yeah, exactly. ...throw in... Uh, another bit of news. Uh, Ridley Scott schedules Prometheus two before Neil Blomkamp's Alien Five, which dick move, a dick move. I, Chris, how how do you feel about Prometheus? <laughs> oh God, I don't don't get me started. I get angrier and angrier every time somebody says like someone out in the world when somebody just verbally says oh, Prometheus was okay. I just it, it, it rages me. Keeps you me know, up Prometheus was pretty okay. Yeah, you're the worst. That movie was awful. Uh. <laughs> It's not that bad if you don't think about it too if much. If you don't think about it too much. No, I don't want that from a... There are worse uh, things in the world. But, I, again, I don't know where they're going to go with this. Like, pe- People were disappointed enough with Prometheus 1. They don't need a 2. And then to get in the way of something that could be good, a Neil Blomkamp alien movie? Like, that would be great. I mean, that could be fun. I mean, people are a little wary of him because of after Chappie, which I didn't think... I like Chappie. I love Chappie. You know? No, a, a Neil Blomkamp alien would be great. You hired the Antwoord back, uh, reprise oh the role. God, I, just, oh, my God. Oh, my God, that would be great. I want that, that would be so great. bad. I want to I see Sigourney Weaver act alongside Ninja. <laughs> that would be amazing. That is something I didn't know I wanted, but now now I do. Now you want it, And yeah. we'll probably get a new D'Antwoord album. Just based, <laughs> they'll write the soundtrack to it. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Oh, yes, my exactly God. exactly right. You get the... the uh, uh, yeah, D'Antwoord will do the entire soundtrack. Oh my god, I want that so bad. Score. Oh, that would be great. That'd be wonderful. I'd love it. Uh, Shalia Copley will play the uh, alien queen. Uh, oh my! <laughs> yeah, he has to be in it. Yeah, he has. He's in every other Neil Blomkamp film. Why not? <laughs> we'll bring back Matt Damon. I don't care. We'll bring back Matt Damon. Sure, sure. sure. It'll it'll work. It'll, it'll all it'll all work out. It'll, it'll all work it'll, out. And then everyone will say, "Well, there was a robot in it." Oh, he's there's just a ro- doing that there's robot. a ro- there's gonna be an, there has to be an android in it. Well, yeah, there has, to be, there has to be some kind but of. But the twist is that it doesn't look human from the start. Well, I mean, to be fair, wait, it's just Chappie, and they're shared <laughs> universes. <laughs> yes, I mean, to be fair, uh, when 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 they when they shot Aliens, the second one, and their android was played by. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, when when they picked Lance Hendrickson, they were like, "Well, we just want somebody who doesn't look human from the get go." Uh, and this, they, this Lance Hendrickson does not look. And human that's what they didn't keep it that, as a secret. You that could long. recast Lance Hendrickson; he still looks the same age as he did back in the eighties because the he man, does. the man was born, then he just instantly became ancient, and then just kept going. Like he's always been old, so you could totally do that. Oh, you have any other news? Oh, um, well. You know the Resident Evil series? That's still going on. They're, they're filming a sixth one. It's called The Final Chapter. And what? it's really the last movie. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Seriously? We're, Finally! We're, we're going to be free of the Resident Evil franchise uh, for about like maybe three years before they reboot it again. 
the re- the re- the first Resident Evil movie, when I watched it, uh, it was it was a very strange strange time for me because if I remember correctly, what year did that come out? Was that two thousand one? Two thousand one. Yeah, I so I would have been a senior in high school, maybe depending on what. Yeah, I would have been. I probably I, I probably would have been a senior in high school at that point. Um. And somebody told me, hey, there's a Resident Evil movie out. And I was like, well, I don't care about Resident Evil. But this one girl that I thought was kind of cute was like, hey, I, I, I got it. Do you want to see it? Do you want to watch it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. Um, simply to just be in a room with you. Um, and about halfway through the movie, I thought, I don't know if this chick's worth this. <laughs> I really hated the first movie. Like, I didn't think it was that movie, bad. I hated it. I've hated seen it so every much. film in this series, and they're, it's kind of hard. to. Like, I remember watching three, four, and five in like one sitting just because I felt like it. And <laughs> because they're you're pretty pain. indistinguishable. Like, they become very indistinguishable <laughs> from each other. They become like, one long seven-hour film. Yeah. like Well, the third one kind of stands out because they're in the desert. But four and five, I if you show me a scene from each one, you wouldn't be able to tell which one was nope. which. <laughs> nope, honestly. I mean, the, the the one plus that they're never in more than like 90, like they're never more than two hours. Mm-hmm. They're like in the 90, 100 minutes like territory. Yeah. So you're not wasting your time completely. Well, I mean, not <laughs> you're still wasting your time. You're just not wasting a lot of your time. I, uh, I give yeah, them props like said, for like making it. it so much not like the video games I, like, I remember. like. Yeah, I don't remember any of that, that stuff. It's not really scary. No. No, they're not scared I mean, at all. It's uh, and they definitely sealed that I wasn't going to be going out with that chick because she really liked that movie. And I thought, well, then we're done. Uh, <laughs> I mean, also it had, I mean, for being early 2001 film, like they had a female character as the lead role. Yeah, you didn't that see is, that very much in the early Well, thousands. Underworld and Resident Evil. So I give him props for that for actually having willing yeah, to have yeah, female it, action it would be, characters. It would be a while till we got it in, you know, got uh, a, a female action star in a good film. Because uh, <laughs> neither one of those films are any good. I like the first Underworld. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I couldn't honest. watch the second honest. one. I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen any of the Underworlds. I'm, I'm simply oh, okay. simply judging it if, on I'm, I'm not uh, going to lie. It probably hasn't aged well, and I haven't watched it. It's sitting on my shelf. I haven't watched it since it first came out. Wow. I can't believe you own it. <laughs> I got it for like, a gift. I don't know. Oh, okay. One of those I didn't things. buy it. Well, Maybe great. I'll watch it soon. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Let's get to some trailer time here. We need to have you record until Matt comes back. You need to record a trailer time song. Not no, 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 no. It can't be his. It has to be an original piece or, or, or a different parody. Work on that. Uh, I don't want to sing. Yeah, well, neither do I. Um, God damn it. <laughs> all right. Uh, our trailer this week, Victor Frankenstein. Told from Igor's perspective, we see the troubled young assistant's dark origins and his redemptive friendship with the young medical student Victor Von Frankenstein. This IMDb thing, it just keeps going. I'm going to stop there because it doesn't really matter beyond yeah. that. But, uh, um, So this movie stars uh, Daniel Radcliffe, uh, James McAvoy, Jessica Brown... F- Finley. Fridley? She's from uh, Downton Abbey. Oh, okay. That's why I don't recognize you. Because I don't watch Downton and Abbey. It's like a more boring version of Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, 
Not wrong. I mean, I only seen the first it's, three it's, seasons it's, or it's, first four it's, seasons. It's Game of Thrones, but instead of people like killing each other and they're having just sex talking with each other, more. they're just talking and betraying each other very Britishly. <laughs> it's like they're betraying accurate. each other. They're betraying each other socially. <laughs> very accurate. Uh, is there anybody else in this worth mentioning? Oh, that dude. Um, is it? Is it let me see here. Is it, if this is him. The picture's really tiny. I can't really make them out. Oh, yes. And Andrew Scott from uh, Sherlock. He plays um, Mor- Moriarty. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's, he's in this. Uh, plays a really creepy Moriarty, too. Like, flat-out insane. Like, not, not even trying to hold it together insane. He's just flat-out, like, Joker crazy in uh, in Sherlock. So I don't know, Michael. What did you uh, <laughs> we drive on the, on the on the drive over here? Michael <laughs> said to me, "All right, we're gonna watch both the international trailer and the American trailer." I read off on Reddit. It said that there were two very different. We tones. might have just watched we the saw, same we trailer. Watched, we watched the American trailer supposedly, and then we started. We the might international have just watched trailer. the international one. I don't. And I'm know. like, this is uh, this is the same fucking trailer. And it then was. was like, well, whatever. Fuck it. We'll just watch what we've done. I don't know. I'm sure we'll uh, get another a trailer before the film comes out. Whatever. So, so what do you what do you think, Michael? Uh, what what of uh, Victor Frankenstein? No, no. I mean, the only reason I'm kind of interested because I like the the two main leads. Obviously, it's like, nice I mean, seeing like Daniel Radcliffe in like non Harry Potter things. I've never seen him in anything but Harry Potter things. Well, he's branching there was out. A, what, there was you. a there was a horror horns. What was it called? Horns. Horns. Yeah, I haven't seen That's that. That's not that good. And then there was another one where he's like... In well, a, oh, The Woman in Black. Woman in Black. Nats. Is that any good? I haven't seen it. I heard good things, though. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, you got Harry Potter there and Professor X, and they're, uh, and <laughs> they're, they're rebuilding bodies. I don't know how I feel about this trailer, simply because... the And again, trailers sometimes flat-out lie about a tone of a film. Yeah. But this film feels like they're trying to make it like kind of an action comedy. Like... There, there are moments that are almost played for laughs in the trailer, yeah. um, but then there are parts where, like, you like they do flash cuts of like Victor Frankenstein like running around doing like jump kicks and shit. Like, I'm a little confused. Yeah, I think I'm, uh, like you could take a story like Frankenstein. Like, obviously, it's been done very horror aspects. Like the last few times, it's been like adapted. Yeah, and this one's just kind of going like, let's just make it an adventure film. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but see, I don't know the crazy adventures of Frankenstein and Igor. Essentially, that's right. It, it's <laughs> that's essentially what I mean. I feel like I, I, I felt I, more I, like a Sherlock Holmes feel to I, it. I just, I just want to get that. I just want to be in that pitch meeting where they're like, "All right, we're gonna take Fra- you know story of Frankenstein. We're gonna mold it with Lethal Weapon. <laughs> like, we'll make it a buddy cop film. Uh, but they won't be cops." Um, I'm also really digging uh, Daniel Radcliffe's choice of hairstyle in this movie because it's very um, I don't know big. <laughs> it's got a lot of yeah. volume going on. Uh, <laughs> they did some work, or he just has a nice wig. <laughs> so I don't. I mean, I don't know. It it could be good. The my thing is the Frankenstein story has been done. So many times in film. Well, yeah, it's classic uh, literature. Well, yeah, I know that, it's, Michael. I've read. That's it. what that's what they do in Hollywood. Is that they make films that seem like they're original, but they're just re- kind of like retellings of 
Right, but how, much, how many more ways can you retell it? I can think of... I don't know, I mean, but... I can think of, like, a lot of Frankenstein movies. Like, a lot. <laughs> well, that's... See, you gotta make a reboot of something. You always gotta use their, both their names. Like, yeah, it's It true. has to be Victor Frankenstein. Is this the same? Uh, is this the same company that did uh, Dracula Untold? Or we, is, is this Universal? No. I, so are, we, are, are, are they going to? No, gonna... it's not the same universe. Don't worry. Because I, I know they were talking about doing that. Yeah, for that a was while. stupid. I, I didn't. And I'm watch so Dracula. glad that Wait, didn't happen. Did I watch Dracula Untold? I don't think I did. Uh, my parents watched it, I think, and they said it was okay. Uh, but mm, maybe I'll if it if it's available on Netflix, I'll watch it. It is on I'm, Netflix. Oh, it is now. Uh no, I'm thinking of sorry, I'm thinking of uh that other Frankenstein. Oh, Frank. Oh, I Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I watched it. I it's, it's awful. I yeah. would not recommend it. Yeah. It's really bad. Uh so <laughs> I don't know. This maybe this Frankenstein movie will do better. I do like you said, I do like the two main leads. Um so I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, I'll, I'll see how reviews are. Maybe uh Maybe you, maybe you'll maybe it's see coming it. to a depending podcast on, depending on when it future. comes out. Oh, you know it does have some hope. It's coming out in November. Yeah, so there, that you know that go, that might work. Oh uh, wait, know. the fact that you thought it might have been a general release. Yeah, is... I really okay, thought it was that's a January a bit, okay. release. Yeah, if it was a January release, I'd be like, I'm not touching this. But yeah, I thought November, it was be a January we'll February release. It's it's written by Max Landis, who we just saw a film by. So it's like, well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. We'll see a second film this year. And we'll review it on this show. We'll see how we feel. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Victor. Fr- I do. I do appreciate in the trailer that they make a young Frankenstein reference. Uh, Which part? When she when the one well, the one woman introduces herself and she she asks him a question like and then refers to him as Victor. Frank Frankenstein, and then he corrects her. It's Frankenstein, and I just love that because that's the exact opposite. I mean, that's of the young version of Frankenstein people probably most remember. Young Frankenstein. Yeah, that's my personal favorite Frankenstein movie. Uh, I remember. I think the first, uh, the Mary Shelley's Frankenstein from with Robert De Niro in '94. Yes, that was yeah. like one of the first R-rated films I've seen. I was like five. Wow. That wow. was terrifying. Yeah, that shit would mess you that up. That was really terrifying um, to watch. I've seen that one. I didn't care for it. Uh, it's, I think I think I watched it like a few years ago. It's kind of okay. decent for yeah. what they're going for. But I just... But, um... Yeah. So, just the fact that they, they kind of name-dropped Young Frankenstein... At least they're aware. Like, they're like, hey, very guys... Happy. Remember that film that, remember that film most that, you that, kids probably won't remember? Remember that, that uh, you know, comedy masterpiece? One of... One hey, of, uh, we're just here to have fun. We're not we're not dark, spooky Frankenstein. We're here to have a good time, Frankenstein. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I can appreciate a film that nowadays doesn't go with dark, gritty, and realistic. Because <laughs> that's what everything tries to be anymore. So, but that comes out November 25th. Uh, and like, uh, yeah, we might see it. Depending we'll see. What else is coming out I, in November? I forget the release date. I mean, I just know we're about to hit the black. Like, yeah, it's gonna be it's a little gonna bit be, darkness in September. It's gonna be yeah. September's gonna be rough. October has some some interesting. October's gonna it, uh, it picks up again in October. Yep, and yep, and then you know we'll go into November. It'll be a little wonky. December's when they're gonna start bringing out the big stuff because that's when we're gonna There's start getting Oscar. There's this film called Star Trek that's coming out. It's the seventh one in the series. People are really excited St- for it, apparently. Trek? I, I know, I'm just kidding. It, oh, okay. I thought of you course, were, uh, Star Wars is coming on December, yes. and that's just going to 
the box office for like the two weeks is just gonna be all it's Star just, Wars. I, I was thinking about it today. I really hope that like all those theaters around here just like fuck it. Every 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 screen is gonna have Star Wars. The Thursday night show in which I will obviously be going to uh, is going to. It's gonna be sold out. I know. A lot of shows. Are gonna be I think sold out. they're gonna have to have, have like five screenings, like well, screens of show just, of it. They'll probably just literally at Penn Cinema. They'll probably just show all the screens will be Star Wars. I they're imagine. gonna have yeah. They're gonna have uh, probably they did that nice for, ones. They did that for the first Avengers movie. Oh, they did. Oh yeah, they did. Uh, same with like the last Harry Potter film. Yeah, they did, they did that as well. The last uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, the the Harry Potter one. There was a there was a huge line outside. Yeah, that might be what Star Wars is like. Actually, I'd imagine it will be. So that might be one like you have a legitimate like reason to show up as early as you do. As early as I do. <laughs> no, I'm going to show up even earlier, man. I'm going to show. I'm going to camp out the night before. I took off work <laughs> uh, both days. Just uh, from the, I was talking to my friend Matt, and I was saying like how. He's immediately just going to see like the early showing and just go to the next one right away. I was like, uh, he, I mean, it would be it would be up his alley just immediately after seeing seeing it, just go see it just again. Just go see it again. Just stay seated in the theater and keep going. Nope. I got my second ticket. I'm good. I'm not moving. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. We literally just got back from seeing American Ultra. A stoner who is in fact a government agent, uh, is marked as a liability and targeted for extermination. But he's but he's too well-trained and too high for them to handle. Uh, I don't even know who directed this. Um, Naomi, look up their name again. Uh, let me look this, this person up. Because I... Yeah, he's done nothing. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, nothing. Uh, but written by Max Landis, who we've talked about in the last couple episodes. Uh, of Chronicle fame. Yep. Also for being the son of John Landis. Yeah, yeah. Although already seeming to be kind of better. John Landis is real hit or miss. Uh, he has a lot of good films. Oh, he does have a lot of good films. He has a lot of really shitty films. Yeah. Um, I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> Uh, this movie stars uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Kristen Stewart, Topher Grace, uh, Bill Pullman's in it for like 15 minutes, uh, and that's about it. And Connie, uh, what's her name, Connie Brighton. Who is she? I, I She's from, uh, I know her from Friday Night Lights, the TV series, which oh, is that's, no, that's great, television. I, great I television series. She's in like a bunch of other stuff occasionally. She's in Nashville, Spin City. Yeah, on a lot of TV shows. Yeah, a lot of television. She's done some movies. All right. Not much. Michael, oh, and of course, John Leguizamo's in it. Oh, I thought you were meant to. Yeah, John uh, Leguizamo's he, he, he's in it. Like, he's not even in the... Oh, there he is. I, I just missed he's him. He's not in it long. He's under but... Walter Goggins. <laughs> oh, Walton Goggins is great. Yep, he's great in this, too. Um, So, Michael, what did you think of American I, uh, Walking out of it now, like, I really did enjoy it. It was like a nice fresh original film like just something you don't there's no existing property for this bef- like that existed right, beforehand right. it just it oh. feels like a comic book film yeah it's honestly um, meant to feel like that because they his character is creating a comic book in like yes, the yeah. film and it's supposed to reflect that 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I on, on the drive over here, you, you kept wanting to talk about the film, and I was like, I'm not saying a fucking word. Until we get, I, I respect your mics. wish. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say it's a great movie. I agree. It, it just... has it had some some kind of some plot not not plot issues. The plot it's was not there. as tight in the plot as I I was hoping yeah, for. Yeah, there 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 there. It really felt like it was had some pacing issues. There's there's a part of the plot which we'll do a spoiler section then, and we'll talk yeah. about it. But I'm willing um, to forgive some of like the some of the things in the plot that didn't work, just because of the fact that the two characters are like really enjoyable and like. Yeah, I mean. It, <laughs> Somebody, I, I, I had read another, on the, on the drive over here, I was looking up a couple of things, and somebody had said that uh, a synopsis idea was like, for American Ultra, was it's just a Judd Apatow stoner comedy wrapped in an R-rated action film. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not to an entirely uh, inaccurate. Not uh, as like cleverly written as Judd Apatow no, films, but no, it's not. It's not like it's not like a, like a Pineapple Express. And it's under two hours long, so like, yeah. Oh no, yeah, that's the other. That thing. doesn't fit Judd either. Apatow stuff is like we're going. It's for, not really like for Lord of the Rings. Epic the movie isn't. Here. This movie isn't really that funny per se. I mean, it's it has cute. it has it has a few it has, it has a few, a few funny beats, but but again, and that's what I mean. Like, it, tonally, it I don't does think it well at like kind of like taking a ridiculous idea and playing it seriously. Yeah. Like tonally, I don't think the movie knows what it wants to be. Like there are parts that are funny, but they're not really funny. Um, there are parts that are really, really like in-your-face action gore. But then we have long breaks of just the characters really not doing anything. Like I wouldn't. Say, I don't think it, do it didn't well, bother me just because. If the film was longer, then I'd be like, "Okay, what are they doing?" But the film is relatively short, yeah. It, so it, 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 it is. It, well, it is like, the good length under a hundred minutes. Thing. So yeah, it, it is. It is the well right paced length for those type in that of aspect. Um, but as far as I mean, it's still it was still enjoyable. I'm still glad I watched it. I'm still glad that I went to see it in theaters. I am too. But it's one of those movies where I don't think I'm going to be getting it. In, no, like, I don't know if I'd comes watch it again per yeah, se, this is but not a rewatchable I film. Did like the I want I was re- I wanted the root for the lead character, so and that's like I liked Jesse Eisenberg in this film a lot. Yeah, I I, I do en- I did enjoy the whole like him being completely baked out of his mind all the time and having no idea. But he's trying to like to do better, but and, but yeah. there's <laughs> things beyond his control. Why like like he really cares? He really loves his girlfriend, and he's just like. Doing his best, and he wanted this like trip for, her, but he obviously can't leave for, yeah, reasons. Yeah, for then reasons, um, and like just the fact that he is a complete fuck up, but he's trying really hard. But he is the, a complete the scene with like the, the I like the, I did like the tree metaphor at least the yes the, yeah. mostly because it reminded me of like someone actually being high, which films sometimes well in Hollywood most they yeah. have characters being high and they just act drunk and that's yeah like, I, for for. <laughs> You you'd think that nobody in Hollywood had ever smoked a joint. The Watch way they the, the Transformers Two pop brownie scene on YouTube, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Where oh, fuck the mom thing. just acts the mom drunk. And dad get it's they get awful, high, and it's just it's them so like, bad. Yeah, acting like they're drunk. Uh, so no, yeah, I I did enjoy the uh, the tree car scene of just him looking into something that way too deeply and, and, and just starts out going these, on a tangent about then, but then also bringing out like his like so such a meaningful metaphor 
but only meaningful to him, where anybody else would just sit there and go, what the fuck are you talking about? So, um, but, I, you know, I, 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 so, some of the, the, uh, uh, performances I really loved. I love John Leguizamo in this. He very was briefly, but he fucking just... great. Yeah, he's only in it. He's only in it for a few minutes. He has what, fun with his roles. Oh my god, yes. First off, if you haven't seen this movie yet, he is he is almost always shirtless, uh, or like just wearing like a like an overcoat. Um, he has a million jailhouse tattoos, like the shittiest tattoos, and then the clothing he wears is just like. Super flashy and eighties sequin. Like he has a sequin tracksuit, and like when they go to his house, his house has like a uh, like a workout room in it. That's all like there are no regular lights. It's all black lights, and when you turn the light switch on, it automatically turns on like this crazy, like really obnoxious rap music. The dude knows how to party. Yeah. This is the place you go in this town. Yeah, exactly. And for the just, good stuff. Just and his character everything. is just so stupid. I was kinda hoping his character would come back, but I was hoping they'd do more of his character, for, but yeah, for for spo- spoilers, he dies. Uh and when he does, I'm like, oh man, I was Digging this, I feel he could have been incorporated to the final act if they would oh, let his character live somehow. I, I want, I want a movie about him. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want American Ultra Two to be about him. A so, prequel, if you will. Yes, he's um, actually an agent as well. He just never re- fully realized it. Yes, exactly. Um, and of course, Walton uh, Goggins. Goggins. He's from uh, the Shield fame and like a lot of FX shows. He's he's yeah. been on. Wasn't he on The Walking Dead? No, no, he's too what good. I, he's too I, good for that. What have I seen him in recently? Um, no, no, because IMDb, I can't. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. I can't answer this for you. I'm trying to remember. Like, I, obviously, I saw him on The Shield. He was on Sunday Anarchy as a uh, Man, trans I woman. I never watched. And he was on the show Justified. Which... Oh, of course, he was in Django Unchained. I always oh, that's that, right. I yes, that he was that's right. in that. I was like. I saw him in something not too long ago. Um, yeah, tremendous actor. Yeah, he does, he does a goofy great looking job. guy, but he's pretty just, goofy looking in this. He plays a, yeah. s- a sleeper agent known as a laugher because he just laughs, laughs all the lot. time for no fucking reason. That's how I knew his character's going to make it too too long. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then just the fact, like. Most of the movie is just him walking around like carrying his teeth because <laughs> he gets his teeth knocked out. <laughs> but he got he he found them. He found he got him. Got him so back. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so let's get into some spoiler territory, Michael. What did what did what did you, you you wanted to tear down? Talk about something that was spoilers. It wasn't until I was I was reading the Reddit. That's why I was like I was reading the Reddit thread just because I wanted to get an idea of what people thought about it. Yeah, and it's where the film breaks a little bit down. Plot is the twist of. Phoebe being actually like a CIA agent. Yeah, I was thinking because the same people thing. mentioned how the first act doesn't really make sense because she acts all surprised when he killed the two people. Right, right. Yeah, that that's what I was thinking when when they when they reveal that Kristen Stewart is actually a black uh, uh, undercover black ops agent. Which um, I wouldn't. I don't have a problem with that idea. It's just the fact that some of the things in the f- yeah, the, the, it, yeah, it kind of some of the things down in the first act doesn't first like, uh, yeah. fit well with it. It's like, well, why? 
Yeah, the only exactly. explanation I could think of is that maybe she was just confused at why he would have been triggered. Yeah, like she didn't understand that he was triggered. Kill. Um, but then again, she also looked irritated in the airport as well. Right, that was the other because, thing. But she would obviously know that he can't is triggered, leave, yeah. Because the character is triggered to... Um, to keep him in town, like he gets, he has these phobias built into him of flying, and that's why he'll never, he can't leave because he always gets them every time he tries, like, yeah, get on the airplane yeah, to leave like town. Programmed into his brain when he tries to leave town, he freaks out. So that that plot device did kind of fall apart when it reveals that she's a uh, secret agent herself. It could it could be in the film if they. If the first act, like, first half right, was written yeah. with that, maybe in mind. Yeah. I guess they were, like, trying to hint at it in the, the Apollo Ape story he was talking about, how someone betrayed him, and, like, I kind of made, like, it mirrors this story a little bit, how... Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what they're trying to imply with that, but... And they also bring in the tree metaphor then as well, near the um, end with it, so... Yeah, yeah. I just think they could have done a few little tweaks in the first act to, like, make make it make a little bit more sense. Right. Um, I do enjoy Topher Grace as the bad guy. Topher Grace is good at playing a dick. Yeah, he is. He's actually really hard to take as a likable guy in most of his roles now. Right, yeah, because more often than not now, he's just an asshole. Yeah. And he, he does it well. He does it well. Um, his his character in this, just like throughout the whole time, you're thinking, like like when he's introduced, you're like, oh, he he must be just some pushover bureaucrat. And then instantly turns into this like, CIA badass who just does not care and is just fucking like he's on a power I'm gonna kill trip you because time. I can. Yeah, I he's just, on a I'm power just, trip the whole time. Yeah, I'm just I I can kill people. I'm going to, uh, and no one's gonna stop me. Not a damn um, thing you can do about it. Yeah, so he did. <laughs> he did a really good job. Um, so all right, well, um, why don't we uh, why don't we slap a rating on this sucker? Uh, Michael, would you like to go first? Since I already have mine, would you go ahead, since I stole yours last week? Let me think. Um, I'll give it, like, a 7 out of, like, the 12 pieces of evidence they show in the beginning of the film. Ah, I think it was, like, 12. Yeah, it was 12. Uh, I'm gonna give it, uh, I'm gonna give it 3 out of the 6 teeth that Laffer gets knocked out of his face. And ends up having to. I was find expecting like someone like maybe joints or bongs, but it's like no, no. no I'm gonna avoid the the. Actually, don't really. Ones. He doesn't really smoke that much. After he does. The first... I mean, every once in a while they they have him token up, but it's not like. Uh, I guess in the sec. Yes, I guess. Yeah, I guess a little bit, but it's not. It's not really like a stoner comedy. It's just no, a part not, of his character not, at a time. Not really. I mean, you just know that he is a stoner. I'll say uh, that the ending did make me make me smile just because I'm like. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when it's kind of like, like its own cute way. It's like, later. oh, look at them. Uh, Everything's happy again. Yup. I felt, you know, I felt I want the character to succeed, and that's. Yeah, I mean, exactly. for its flaws of stories, I did like the characters, and I think I'm able to forgive some things if I can, if I just find the film enjoyable overall, even if the plot isn't as tight as I wanted to. Just the characters are likable, and I. I liked what they did for me for the ninety minutes there on screen for. Yeah, the, the, I mean, this movie definitely had some some potential that I feel like it didn't. I feel like it wasn't on. executed the best way. Like, right. I mean, like, and also like, I don't, I don't know what went in with the script writing and whatnot. Like, but like certain things with don't translate 
as well. Like things get lost in translation from the script to the screen occasionally. Right. It's not always a screenwriter's fault. I feel like maybe if they had a different I don't know, maybe they had a different director or something like that. I like I like the idea. The idea of it is really it is refreshing. So right. even with its flaws, I do like that we have an original film out in theaters. That's it's the big not deal. gonna do well probably, but Unfortunately. It's it is I it's worth watching. It's fun. Just it has its flaws, but I enjoyed myself. It's it is very violent. Uh, oh it, hell yeah, it's yeah. violent. It earns that R. Yeah, earns it has that R rating decent, hard. Uh, decent action scenes, especially the one at the end. It's just fun. Yeah, that, that action scene where they're going through the grocery store. I thought that was great. Yeah, the one was like a. It was probably more made to look like, but it looked like a, a single tracking shot. Yeah, obviously, it probably wasn't. No, but no, they like don't they don't do tracking shots anymore. <laughs> I mean, they as long as they make it look like one, like it was done in one shot. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. It looked cool. Um, while I was watching that, I also, I remember thinking, like, this is, it kind of reminded me of the last scene of the, um, the Equalizer. Ah, yes. But done well. Because the last scene of the Equalizer feels so cheesy because of what they had it before. Like, yeah. leading up to it, Denzel Washington was just this, like, badass secret agent guy, like, n- like good at killing people. But then they get into that hardware store and it just becomes Home Alone. Whereas in this movie... It was his passion. It's, well, it's not only that. It's like it's already kind of silly to begin with. Yeah. So then I don't mind him like beating guys with cans of tomatoes and uh, light bulbs and like, a, fro- a frozen bag of hamburger. Like, I don't mind that at all when you've set it up that this dude's just a stoner who's really good at fighting but doesn't know why he's good at fighting. Um... So, but no, people should go see this because uh, it's decent. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, just if we go see original films in theaters, we, we might get original ideas. Yeah, we might get more original films. If in we theaters. don't, we're, we're, we're just, getting we're a Monopoly just, movie. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're getting a Monopoly movie. I mean, we're going to get that regardless, but, you know, look in your, look in your board game shelf. That's going to be a movie. That's going to be a movie someday. Look Let's at. Walk Look at your th- brand. Look at your that that stupid f- like fucking game on your phone that you play. Like you're gonna Flash get that Clans, movie. That'll be a goddamn movie. Yep, yep. Just look at the uh, the flashlight app on your phone would be a, a movie. Just walk. Just walk. Your down emojis the- are gonna be a movie. Like, <laughs> down, they are doing emoji yeah, movie. That's what I'm saying, um, people. We created this. Yeah, and we have the power to stop it by going to see American Ultra. <laughs> All right, Michael, you have another movie. Um... This is becoming a thing now, I guess. I like there there's been some films that like I John I wasn't gonna see in theirs, but John like pushed it to because he wanted to see it and John King of what's his podcast? The called? Wikipedia Chronicles. The Wikipedia Chronicles. On the Eric Trivia Podcast Network. Yes, it's still a thing, guys. Yes. It's still a thing. Giving a shout out. Um so you saw uh, The Gift. The Gift. Let me let, let me read this off here. A young married couple. A young married couple's lives are thrown into a harrowing tailspin when an acquaintance from the husband's past brings brings mysterious gifts and a horrifying secret to light after more than 20 years. This movie was written and directed by Joel Egerton, uh, who's also in the movie, apparently. Yeah, I didn't know he wrote and directed it till the end, and I was like, wow, that's Uh, a damn good first effort. Yeah, somebody. Uh, you would know Joel Egerton uh, from The Warrior. Uh, that's what I would know him from. 
Um, he was also in Exodus, Gods and Kings, Great Gatsby, The Thing, the 2011 Thing. Zero Dark Thirty. Yep, Zero Dark Thirty. Um, He's becoming a more popular actor for yeah. a good reason. This movie mostly stars uh, Jason Bateman and Rebecca Hall. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, they're really the, the, the three be... main actors. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, that centers around. Else. There's some other supporting cast around them, but it's just so, those three guys. So please tell me about the gift because I literally know nothing about this movie. I didn't even see a trailer. Um, if you, okay, if you haven't seen a trailer for it, just don't. Just go see it. The tra- it's this movie when you see it, it's very hard to market. I'd say because that I watched the trailer afterwards after I saw it, and just they make it look like a basic thriller, like kind of like a Cape Fear esque like thriller, just like oh, okay. guy harassing family, and then oh, we gotta take vengeance upon him. I guess. Yeah, they've done that so many yeah, different times in theaters. But I'm really glad movies. I didn't see the trailer because I all any like twists and turns in it just refreshing me. It had it's like. Very highly regarded on Rotten Tomatoes, for good reason. This is also an original film, so support okay. this. Okay. F- support these original films, people. <laughs> uh, it's very, uh, I- I'd say it's like Hitchcock-like, just because. Really. Very like, it's kind of like slow moving but tense movie. Like very, I very was tense paced. I was in my seat the whole time, just like, just gripping, just gripping. Like, my usual, I'm just like, I'm just like, I had like just. Controlling my myself breathing is because like, <laughs> on the edge, like I was on the edge at times. Because that's that's crazy. Because this is this is his first, this is Egerton's first director like directing yeah, movie, right? And like th- first thing he's ever in, I right. believe. So and that, that's crazy that he's able to do like a Hitchcockian level suspense, like right out of the gate. Like that's nuts. Oh my god, it was just very well written. Just I probably put in my top five films of the year. Easily, really easily. Wow, that's I'm another, that's another my, movie that you've said that about that I haven't seen yet. Because you said the same Ex thing Machina about Ex was, Machina, yeah. and I haven't seen this that yet. This is Ex Machina is like really, too really good. I I want to see Ex Machina again, but like just I thought of Ex Machina for some reason because it's not like original like right, film, right? With like very limited settings, I guess. But the gift is just oh man, it is a gripping tale. It is it? Is the it? acting is very well done, and it's just amazing how. It, how you go in thinking one thing about people and they you're able to sympathize with them like at least like you are able to like to see things from their point of view and just people's uh past and how whether or not people do actually change it's oh okay. it's a ama- it, man it just left me like as when the credits like hit i was just like me and john just looking at each other just like whoa just it was, it was a heavy like hitting film like especially really? near the, the near the end just because it went completely different how I was like anticipating it going and I'm not gonna get into spoiler territory at all but the ending really just like I was just, I had trouble sleeping that night just because I was like thinking Damn! About, I was thinking about I was like man that's I mean the I implications of it is just there's a lot to think about in the film I haven't heard I haven't heard you talk about a film like that since the Babadook Oh, uh, the Babadook which. Uh. You know what? Actually, you... it follows had me. It follows really bothered me as well. This, yeah, yeah, That's... that movie, that dude, that movie, that movie me will up. mess you up. Um, so no, I'll definitely have to see the gift now because yeah, the gift. I highly, highly recommend seeing the gift. If you know, out of all the films I've seen like the last this month, I have, the gift is the best one easily. 
Yeah, and you've seen so, quite a few. I haven't seen Stray Out Cosmic yet, so I can't say it's better than that, but uh, I recommend seeing The Gift. Like, all it right. is well, give, give it a rating. Very give enjoyable it a rating. Uh, film. Um, rating. <sighs> Gotta think of one. I'll give it a... I'll give it a three out of three gifts he gives at the, <laughs> the end of the film. Nice. Which, when you... doesn't make sense to you now, but when you see it, it will It will make sense. It will make sense. All right. All right, well, that about wraps it up here for us on Enter the Critic. Uh, next movie, we're, we're going to do Netflix, I we'll, think. We'll, think we'll announce on the page then. Um, no, 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 we, we, we got time. Let's, let's, uh, let's see what's on Netflix and come up with something. Um, I rec- Wait, let me look it through. The, uh, the one I saw, you should. I think we should do The, the Guest. Because it's directed by, it was directed by the guy who did Your Next. I watched it already, and it's fantastic. It has the girl from uh, It Follows, the main, the main actress. She's in it. That's on Netflix? Yeah, it was very good. I liked it a lot. Yep. Very, very solid film. I already seen it, so. Yeah, that's the guest. That's another film. Yeah, that's. I think that was called The Guest as well. Also called The Guest? No, that was The Host. The Host. That's what it was. That was a good film, though. I like the host as well. Um, the host of David I. Pierce, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do The Guest. It's on... Uh, now, I'm, now, normally when we pick a uh, Netflix movie, we've all seen it, but I'm going off purely your recommendation. So it's don't great. let me down, Michael. I loved don't it. Don't let me down. It's, it's amazing. Um, so all right, that'll be our next episode. will be uh, The Guest on Netflix. Because there ain't shit coming out in theaters for a while. Not it's worth really seeing. No, there's, there's, I, I, I Do you want down. another transporter, people? There, there's one. There's not another transporter. You're there not going to get it from here. You're not going to get it from us. No, no. I'll, I'll review the first transporter. Yeah. Uh, but not. I'll review it right now. It was cool. It was pretty I don't cool. know if it's aged well. It was cool at the time. Uh, yeah, it was, I was 12 was cool. years old when I watched it. It was cool when I saw it like when it came out. <laughs> It was all right. It probably has an age well, because that's what happens. I'd, the, I'd imagine the, the soundtrack really sucks. <laughs> Did it, does it have like a dis? Yeah, I, I, if I remember right, like, it had a lot of it had a lot of rap rock. Yeah, a uh, lot of rap rock that was a thing we did back in yeah that was in the early two thousands. That was a thing that was unfortunate. Limp Biscuit was riding high. Limp Biscuit, the Slipknots of the yep, world, just yep. a guy cruising on a turntable. Yep, you couldn't uh, you couldn't stop him. And then they stopped themselves. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, until next time, I'm Chris Klump. And I'm Michael Kressler. We'll see you next time. See ya.